You're listening to Tarot Talk, and I'm your host, Holly Ramey. I'm going to serve you some practical magic and give you tips and tools to bring the mystical into your everyday life. Hey everybody, welcome to Tarot Talk. I'm your host, Holly Ramey, and this is episode three. So today I'm going to answer a question from a listener. But before we dive into that question, I just wanted to give you a little bit of information about how I approach reading tarot and what I'm really looking for when you guys are sending in your questions so that you can phrase them in the best way possible. So there is a myth out there that all tarot readers are kind of fortune tellers and that when you come to get a tarot reading, we're going to tell you, this is what's going to happen in your future. You're going to meet a tall, dark, handsome man with green eyes and brown hair. But this isn't actually the way that I read. I approach tarot readings as a roadmap of your current situation. And the cards give us medicine that we can use and archetypes that we can embody to move through a situation with more clarity, to see where we're blocked, to see things from a new perspective, and to help find a way forward. So I received a lot of questions this week from you guys but they were phrased in the way of what's going to happen to me in the future. And I really don't read like that because I believe in free will, right? So it's up to you to take the medicine on the table and bring it into your life and do the actions and make the decisions and that will predict the future. You have control over your own destiny and the tarot is just a tool for you to utilize and help to bring you guidance and clarity and perspective. Okay, you guys? So when you're writing into me, try to explain a little bit of the situation that you're going through Do you feel stuck in some way? Do you feel blocked in some way? What's your desired outcome? And then we can pull cards and help to identify ways to help you through it. So I hope that that helps you guys. And please keep sending in great questions for me to answer for you. If you're not sure where to do that, just go on my website, hollydramey.com. There's a page called podcast, click on it. There's a form that you fill out at the bottom of the page where you can write in a question for me. Include also if you'd like me to use your name or your initials when I put the question on air. Okay, you guys, let's dive right in to the question I'm answering today. It's from Sarah in Nashville and she writes, how do you forgive someone for doing wrong by you? I got robbed this past week while meditating at Bell's Bend and I'm having a really hard time bouncing back from it. I feel deeply sad and overwhelmed by small work and relationship issues that didn't used to bother me. I'm about to head into a busy work season and I'm not sure how to get my shit together, frankly. Any help via tarot reading would be really, really wonderful. All right, Sarah, thank you so much for this question. I pulled a spread for you. And I just want to start off by saying there's some beautiful energy in here that is available for you. And I'm seeing 
a card that is about embracing a new beginning. Uh, the Fool energy is actually number zero, and it's a card that floats between the minor arcana and the major arcana of the tarot. The major arcana is the journey we take of our soul lesson, and the Fool is the one who is said to be taking that journey. And I see you embodying the fool now, ready to jump off the branch, spread your wings and fly. Now, he's often called the fool because some may think he's a little foolish to take such a big risk of jumping off this branch when he doesn't know if his wings are fully formed yet. And if you've ever walked around during the springtime, you might actually see some baby birds who have plunged to their death. Kind of a rough image, but that is the risk, right? It can be life or death. I don't really see it as that way for you, but I see you having the opportunity to jump into something brand new. And I think that part of this is going to be in regards to your career, but I also think that some of this is going to be in regards to your relationships. And this is why I'm pulling two cards together. One is the devil and the other is the nine of cups reversed. Now, don't freak out with the devil. I know everybody gets a little bit hmm when they see him. And yeah, he's a little scary, but the devil doesn't represent evil. He represents the parts of ourselves, the shadow parts of ourselves that we need to move through in order to find freedom. The devil represents bondage. He is the things that we bind ourselves to that we think we need, but it's really just a temporary fix. It's really just a momentary pleasure to kind of cover up a deeper wound. It's like putting a band-aid on something that needs stitches, right? It's just not going to work for us forever. And when we're in the energy of the devil, we've bound ourselves to something as a distraction or as a temporary fix to a deeper problem. So in regards to your relationships, because you're asking about forgiveness, I'm I'm going to read this as a bit of codependent thinking. Codependency comes into our lives when we are looking outside of ourselves for emotional fulfillment. And I'm seeing that reflected in the Nine of Cups reversed as well. The Nine of Cups is a card about emotional independence. So when I see it in reversal, I see that that independence has turned into codependence. And so the question becomes here, Sarah, how can you create interdependence in your life? That is freedom within union. That is when we release the devil and we move into the lovers, right? And we find freedom within union so that the people that we bind ourselves to or the people that we choose to be in relationship reflect back to us that which we love about ourselves, that which we don't love about ourselves, and we use that information to learn and grow. It's when we fill our own emotional cup and we don't ask others to do it. What is this going to look like for you? Well, in regards to the specific situation you mentioned about forgiving someone who's done wrong by you, forgiveness is not a one-time deal. It's just not. Sometimes forgiveness is a lifetime deal. Here's the thing about forgiveness. It does not mean letting someone off the hook for what they've done to you. 
It does not mean in certain situations that you'll ever speak to this person again, that you'll even have a relationship with this person at all. You, I don't even think, know this person who robbed you. But if you can find it in your heart to practice forgiveness with him or her, then you can set yourself free. And that's the freedom that we're looking here. So the shift for you, Sarah, now is out of codependence and into freedom, out of victimhood and into empowerment, where your joy, your peace, and your happiness come as a direct result of you, not of your external circumstances, not of what other people are doing, saying, any of it, because really that's a reflection of them. Okay. So one of my favorite, favorite ways to practice forgiveness is through a Buddhist meditation. Now I listened to one created by Tara Brock. She's my favorite Buddhist teacher. There's great Buddhist teachers out there. Uh, Sharon Salzberg, Thich Nhat Hanh, but my favorite is Tara Brock. She has an 11 minute meditation on her website, on her podcast. She has many longer talks on her podcast about forgiveness that I think would help, but just remembering that forgiveness is a practice and sometimes we're not ready to forgive and that's okay too. And so when I'm going through the practice of forgiveness, I say, it is my intention to forgive. I see and feel the pain you've caused me and it is my intention to forgive. So Sarah, don't put too much pressure on yourself if you're still feeling a little hurt, a little disappointed, a little resentful. You've got to feel it to heal it. You've got to feel the grief. You've got to feel the fear. You've got to feel some of these feelings that this situation uh, kicked up for you. And that's okay. Don't blame or shame yourself for not being able to forgive something. Or if you feel like you're having a hard time bouncing back from it, it triggered something and that's okay. Let yourself feel it and, and set the intention to heal it. But be very gentle with yourself now and your heart now. You experienced something that was traumatic for you. And so let yourself sit with it and take your time with it and be as gentle and gracious with your heart as you can. As far as feeling overwhelmed by the other outside relationships and work things, this could also be triggered by this specific situation, but I pulled a few cards for you around this and I'm pulling cards about walking away and moving on from kind of some lower level mentalities, right? And I see the six of swords, which is really about, it's a boat crossing water and it's about leaving something behind. Now, as you learn this out to set more boundaries for yourself and move out of a more codependent behavior into a more independent behavior, that's going to mean that you have to set boundaries with your work so that in the places where you feel maybe overwhelmed or like you're giving too much, that you're practicing the art of saying no and making sure that you're giving yourself exactly what you need. 
this may cause you to need to walk away from certain situations and to say no to your peers or to your boss or to have some difficult conversations. Now, just remember that this is going to be a practice and a process of learning to take care of yourself and it's not about pleasing others. And so if others have a strong reaction to your boundary, the people who are going to have the strongest reaction to your boundary are the people who benefited from you having none. So just remember that and try to keep your thoughts really positive as you transition into caring for yourself more. I'm seeing the two of wands for you, which is about being able to take an idea and starting to manifest it and bring it into the world. Now, I think this correlates with the fool in that you're really coming into a time where you can use your creativity and your fire. And it's a great time to attract another person or partner or resource that's going to reflect your passion and your creativity and your ambition right back to you and move forward with it. So there's a lot happening for you here in your relationships. And as you learn to set tougher boundaries and really source your happiness from within, instead of from an external circumstance, you're going to be hit with a lot of new energy coming in. This could be in the form of new work, of new people, of new ideas for you to jump off into. So I see this as a transitionary period for you of you've been through some deep contraction, but there is a lot of expansion on the other side of it, Sarah. So utilizing this time now, as you move through this transition to really practice that forgiveness meditation, take deep care of your heart and notice the places where you've turned on yourself and have not been fulfilling your own cup or putting your own needs first. Once you start to do that, the victimhood mentality, the codependent behavior will start to fall away and you'll be able to really stand strong in your own power. Okay. I hope that this medicine helps you. I will link that resource and a few other resources for you to incorporate into your life right now in the show notes. And I hope that you really enjoy the next few weeks. The next month for you looks like it's going to come, um, and bring you lots of opportunities and surprises. All right. Thank you so much, Sarah. Take care. Okay, everybody, welcome to the second portion of the show. This is Tarot Talk. I'm your host, Holly Ramey. And before we dive into the energetic forecast for the week, I just want to take a moment and make a few announcements. So as you know, I'm a professional tarot reader and Reiki master. I take appointments both in person and online. You can book my services on the site. 
And also, as I mentioned before, I'm taking questions to answer for the podcast and you can go onto the page on my site and fill out the form there to ask a question for me to dive into and answer through the lens of the tarot. I also have a new offering. Uh, It's an exciting offering. It starts on May 14th, so a little over a week away. It's a three-week online course, so you can take it from anywhere. It's 90 minutes per week, and there'll be a little bit of homework in between. The course is called Finding Your Purpose, and it's about just that. It's about really uncovering the areas in your life where you feel stuck or a little confused and creating an action plan around it. So how to move through blocks and barriers in that area of your life and to create an action plan for forward movement. So this doesn't necessarily have to be about your career. It could be about any area where you feel a little stuck or a little confused and just wanting to create more structure and more clarity in that area of your life, whether it's your relationships or your money or your work or just the underlying kind of purpose that you feel drives you. So we'll really tap into the deeper heart, soul-centered desires. Okay, you guys, I'm really excited about that. There are spots available now. Just go on my website under courses and you'll find all of the information about the course and how to sign up. All right, so I have pulled three cards for us this week, and I'm going to give you an energetic forecast now. We are in a waxing moon, and we just had our new moon in Taurus on Saturday, so just a few days ago. And to me, that really felt like a pretty intense moon. Um, I thought Taurus season was going to feel really luxurious and relaxing, um, but it actually brought up a lot of stuff to be released, a lot of stuff to be uncovered and to work with. And that's really the energy that I'm seeing for us this week is a big, big release, a big shift out of whatever it was that was kind of illuminated or brought up during this dark moon for you all. So the first card that I pulled is the five of pentacles reversed. Now this is a tough energy to move through in its upright position. And in the reversal, it offers us a a chance to restore from the the toughness of this card because it's a lot about scarcity and lack. It's a lot about disappointment and grief and feeling and tapping into all the areas in which we don't feel like we are enough. So whether that's not having enough financially or not having enough in our emotional world, enough resources to do the things that we want to do or to be the person that we want to be, It really is an energy of feeling uh, grief and a little bit desolate. The good energy of this card is that it shows us that there are opportunities around and we just don't see them. So in the reversal, I, I feel like this is us starting to see those opportunities that were hidden before. You might feel a little tender around this still. There's a little bit of grief that comes with the energy of this card. And so as you let it go, 
feeling into that and being really tender and gentle with your heart. But we have done the work to get here, right? So whatever you've been going through in the last six months since the full moon in Taurus, or even think back to last year in May and what you were going through during this last new moon in Taurus. Taurus is the earth energy and the five of pentacles is also earth energy. So this is really related to areas of our security and our safety and how we feel at home within ourselves and in the world. So how do you relate to mother earth? How do you relate to your physical body? Because your physical body is an expression of earth energy. Have you been giving yourself a hard time? Have you been nourishing yourself? Have you been feeding your body, getting enough sleep, taking care, making sure to move every day, to meditate every day, or do some form of relaxation for the body so that your nervous system can be in running in an optimal way? Or looking at your relationship to your money or your security and safety in the material realm. Do you live in a home that you love? Do you take care of your home? Does it feel organized and clean and like a sanctuary for you? How do you relate to your money? Do you feel scarcity and lack anywhere in regards to your money? And how can you start to flip that switch and start to see opportunities coming your way that maybe you didn't see before? So it's time to keep an eye open for new things in regards to all of this. Maybe it's new ways to exercise and move your body, new eating habits, or just developing a more intuitive, mindful process of what you're putting in your body. Um, maybe it's actually getting outside in nature, putting your hands in the dirt, doing a little bit of gardening or repotting all the plants in your home. Let yourself connect to this earth energy because we can't resonate with abundance if we don't have gratitude for what we already have. We have to start there. We have to start with gratitude for our body, even if it's not exactly the way that we want it to be. Nobody loves their body 100% of the time, all of the time, but we can still have gratitude for our health and for our wellness. We can still have gratitude for the food that we put in our body. We can still have gratitude for the resources around us. Do you look at your bills as a pain in the ass or do you say, I'm grateful for these resources and I'm happy to pay them, right? So these are just some subtle shifts that we can do in our thinking and in our actions in order to help us move through this energy of the five of pentacles. The next card I pulled for us is the three of swords. This is another tough energy, you guys. The three of swords is ways that we create grief, anxiety, and worry using our minds, right? So we project into the future whatever situation that we think we caused or that may happen. So it's not actually real. This grief is created in our mind through worry. And worry is just projecting kind of anxiety onto the future. But if we stop and realize that all is okay in the present moment, <clears throat> we can move through this card very easily. So seeing this card reversed as well as the five, I am seeing how we are restoring on a physical level and then on a mental level. So this is a big, big week of release for us. So keeping the mind in the present moment. Developing presence and awareness in our mind can 
help us to break free of so many thought lines and storylines that do not serve us. I see a lot in this card of the shame blame game or guilting ourselves for what we think we caused or what we think we should be. And it's really, it just doesn't serve us. This is an opportunity for deep forgiveness. Forgive yourself and forgive others for any hurt or harm that you've caused. Practice RAIN meditation. It's an acronym. It's a Buddhist meditation by Tara Brock to help you work through any difficulties that you've been giving yourself a hard time for in your mind. Or if it feels more like resentment, then work through a forgiveness meditation. Forgive yourself, forgive others for having these thoughts, for having these feelings, doing these actions, whatever it is, and move forward now. We have to train the mind like we train a puppy. We can't just, you know, do a meditation one day, do some affirmations, and then spend the rest of the entire day or week uh, with negative thoughts and and feeling like shit. We have to keep doing it over and over again. It is the process of becoming aware of the thought patterns so that you can shift into something else. We don't need to make ourselves feel bad about it. We don't need to label the thoughts as good or bad. We just need to say, okay, this isn't serving me and I'm going to move on. Now, the last card that I pulled is the nine of wands. The wands are the fire energy. This is also reversed. It is about being in that last stretch before we get to the finish line. There might be a little bit of exhaustion and feelings of burnout. I know myself, I felt pretty tired recently. Um, we really need to honor those feelings. When we try to push through our burnout, or our exhaustion, or our fatigue, we become mentally unclear and often physically unstable. The nervous system can't function at an optimum position. Our immune system gets put on the back burner. Our digestion gets put on the back burner, and we're just overall not at our best. So this is a deep invitation for you guys to rest this week. You are making, we are all making really big shifts and detoxing really heavy energies. So we've got to take it a little bit easy. Spend time in relaxation. Relaxation is a deeply important part of our lives. And we often think that relaxation is a reward for productivity, and that is bullshit. The whole idea that we need to be productive every day is bullshit. If you're a woman, you have four cycles, you have a five to seven day period in the month that you are meant to rest and release. Men have these rhythms as well. It's a little less pronounced, but we all have it. And we all need rest and relaxation as a part of our daily lives. And I don't mean Netflix and chill. That's good. It helps us to relax and decompress, but we also need sacred silence and we also need awareness. And when you're watching Netflix and lying on the couch, you're not aware. When you're scrolling through your phone and saying like, oh, I'm just going to zone out and scroll through IG, mm -mm, that's not real rest. Your mind is, mind is still being stimulated and you're not developing any sense of awareness. And let me tell you this, if you don't know about the tension you're holding, and you're not going to know how to release it. You have to become aware of it. So practice meditation, practice restorative yoga, practice just sitting in a bathtub, 
with nothing else to do, no book, no phone, and just let your body feel the water, rest and relax. Go sit outside in nature, sit in a porch swing, go to the park, take a very short, gentle walk. Just spend 10 minutes, you guys, 10 minutes a day. Make it easy for yourselves, but make sure you're taking time to rest. It heals the body, it heals the nervous system, and it helps us practice detachment and awareness so that we can witness our tension and let it go, so that we can witness our thoughts without attaching to them or pushing them away. All right? So I really hope that you have a great week. I'm really excited to see these cards for us and this big, big release because in this waxing moon period, it's a time for manifestation and growth. And these are energies that have been holding us down. So now we get the chance to release and shed and move forward with more clarity and a better mental state. All right, you guys, thank you so much for joining me here. I really enjoy creating this podcast for you. And if you're liking it, I would highly appreciate if you could help me distribute it out into the world by liking it, by sharing it, by posting it on your socials. And if you could give me a five-star rating and a review, that also helps people find it. Um, It's a free offering, so you can also donate. Give me a little tip through Anchor um, if you feel called to, or just sharing it would be so helpful. Thank you guys so much. Take care and have a great week.